Hello everybody, and welcome back to Straight Outta Cloyne 2.0 with me, your host of course, Joseph Dylan Turl. And the reason I'm flying through that intro is because... I actually don't know why. I thought I had a reason, and I actually don't. I just did the intro really quick, and I'm gonna stop babbling on now and get into the show. It's another Monday episode. I say another one. I haven't had a Monday episode for a few weeks now. And I am trying to make them, as I've said previously, a more regular thing. To the point where I would love to do one every Monday. I'd love that. A Monday episode and a Friday episode. I, I love podcasts that do that. That have multiple episodes per week. And I always try to release episodes that I think I would enjoy listening to if I was not the presenter of this podcast. Although, when I went over my Spotify wrapped, my top top listened to podcast was Straight Outta Cloyd 2.0. And I can explain that, right? It's not because I'm vain. But, one thing I have found is that when I listen back to myself on a podcast, I do get filled with a lot of confidence. I am comfortable enough to listen to my own voice, listen back to my own voice, and a lot of people can't do that. I know a lot of people who can't watch, like, video recordings of themselves, like, obviously, when I'm doing acting or... Um, to, be, to be fair, in wrestling, like, most people can watch back their matches. I guess you kind of have to. You know, to try and learn, like, especially at the start, like, what more, or how, how much better you can get, like, what more you can do in the ring. Uh, but it's the same with acting, like, it is nice to kind of watch back and go, how are my facials there, how did I react to certain things, like, I think it's good to, to watch things back like that. But I tend to, I listen back to myself, and I think in another way as well, and this is something I only realised recently... Like, I might say something in a podcast and then forget about it almost as, like, straight after I said it. And then I'll listen back to it and I'll go, oh, that could be something to talk about in the future. So, yeah, that's why I listen to, I listen to Straight Outta Cline quite a lot. But, like, to be fair, most people who I know who do podcasts like to listen back to the episodes. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good sign when you can listen back to your own episodes and enjoy them. And Spotify Wrapped is one of those things that, like, there's no hiding anymore. There's no hiding when it comes to what you listen to, both music-wise and podcast-wise. Uh, the other podcasts, the top five podcasts were obviously the Straight Outta Klein 1 and 2.0. Then there was the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, there was also... What else was on there? Uh, I Could Murder a Podcast. And of course, yeah, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping, which I'm surprised wasn't number one, but then... This is another thing about why those statistics aren't great. And it's not Spotify's fault. It's just, this is just how I consume my content. Believe you me, I could murder a podcast. And yeah, like I, I do listen to Joe Rogan quite a bit. I tend to go more towards YouTube. Now I know Joe Rogan's full episodes are exclusive to Spotify, which is why he was quite high up. But when it comes to Believe You Me and I Could Murder a Podcast, I always have them on in YouTube. And same with, like, Steve-O's podcast, which I was surprised wasn't there. I mostly watch it on YouTube. It's it's rare that I get a chance to watch it on, or have it on, on Spotify. Um, so the podcast-wise, it was quite... Yeah, it, it was... I wasn't overly surprised, but I, I thought there would have been a few more things up there that weren't there. I wish you could see the top ten as opposed to top five. But beggars can't be choosers, as they say. Speaking of Spotify wrapped... Like, I just, man, I, I, like, it's one of my favorite times of year, Spotify Wrapped. I absolutely love it. And this year was kind of weird because it was pretty much a complete, like, 
almost a complete repeat of last year when it came to my most listened to songs. So, if we go off my top 10 songs, number one, the same as last year, Fascination by Alphabet. Number two, Sane by Fozzy, but the radio edit, so the intro is kind of shortened. Number three, Ward Up by Korn. Number four, Enter Sandman by Metallica. Five, Purifier by Fozzy. Six, Song 2 by Blur. Seven, Blame by Korn. Eight, Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue. Uh, Nine, Relax by Fozzy, which is obviously the cover of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And number ten, Fuel by Metallica. Like, a lot of those songs were in my 2021. Like, 2021, yeah, Fascination's there, Ward Up is there, Enter Sandman's there, Song 2 is there, Blame is there. Like, it's just mad how, like, things stay the same. And I suppose I did always go back into my top songs from 2021 playlist. So, let's actually get up the full... I didn't put up the full thing on Instagram. So, Spotify wrapped 2022. Let's play it now together. Obviously, I'll keep the volume down, because... Can't be having that in the background. So, here we go. The first thing is, enough about 2022. Let's talk about you. Don't you love a bit of poetry? Not really. Welcome to your Wrapped, Dylan. Thank you so much. Right, so this year you ventured into the genre-verse. You explored 25 different genres. Look at you, you little astronaut. And there's like a space thing in the background. So my top five most listened to genres were alternative metal, rock, wrestling, dance pop, and pop punk. Dance pop is literally, there's one song, maybe two. Two that I actually listen to quite a lot. And to be fair, there's a couple of Michael Jackson songs in there, so maybe that's where that is as well. But it's Fascination by Alphabet, which is my number one song, because it's just a great song, and it always puts me in a good mood. And the other one would have been Love at First Sight by Kylie Minogue. I think that's a banger. I don't care what anyone says. But let's move on here. From Sunrise to Sunset, you kept it interesting. You started morning with mayhem, good vibes, and motivation. Interesting. So that was how the morning started. You seized the day with mayhem, hardcore, and fun. I like a bit of mayhem. And finally, you embraced the night with chill, love, and hardcore. Yeah, a lot of those things don't sound like they go together. But that's ha- that's half the fun of it. Right, moving on. All that listening added up to two, or sorry, 28,829 minutes. In 2022, your total playtime was 28,829 minutes. That's more than 85% of other listeners in Ireland. And that's because when I'm at work, I normally have music playing in the background on Spotify. Uh, When I go for a walk, obviously I'll have either music or a podcast playing. When I work out, I like to have music playing. With DDPY, it's a bit different because I have to listen to the instructions I'm being given. But, you know, if I'm doing any other type of workout, I, I like to have music on. Same when I play a PlayStation, especially like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. I love to have a bit of music on. So, yeah, like it makes sense why it would be that high. Uh, With one song, it was Love at First Listen. And this is going to be Fascination again. And I think it was 156 times I listened to it. Yep, I played it 156 times. My most listens on the 1st of February 2022. So I think that's the first time ever I've had the same song two years in a row. Which is quite interesting. You played 567 songs, but these played again and again and again. That's where I went over the top five. Uh, Then we have the playlist. Uh, (laughs) This is so funny. You listened to 316. That's a bit of an ironic number when you see what the outcome is. You listened to 316 artists this year, but one ruled your world. WWE. Who I believe for like the fifth year in a row. Or maybe third, actually. 
No, fourth, it would be the fourth year in a row, are now my top artist. You spent 1,172 minutes together, and you were in their top 0.5% of listeners this year. Which is crazy. And my most listened to song would have been uh, banging at Scotty Two Hotties theme song. And I was listening to that quite a bit anyway. And then obviously I got to be on a wrestling show this year which featured Scotty Two Hotties, which was crazy. And yeah, like it was it was really, really good. Uh, you like these artists so much we put them into a cover of a magazine, kind of. So the top artists, WWE, Fozzy, Korn, Metallica, and the Deftones. Surprise Foo Fighters aren't there. I think they were probably number six, but... That's pretty accurate, I would say. Uh, how many? Okay, how many minutes did I spend listening to podcasts? Twelve thousand two hundred and twenty-seven, and like another few notable like podcasts that were missing there were like a lot of the um, Conrad Thompson ones. Um, so like something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, um, the Kurt Angle show. Uh, what else do I listen to over there? Um, Eric Bischoff's one eighty-three weeks. Like, those are a lot of uh, podcasts I listen to, but I have a subscription with them, which means I don't use Spotify. I get the ad-free versions on, I can't even, a Podcast Addict, I think is the name of the app I have where I download these things. So I have a subscription with them on, uh, what's it called? Oh my god, why can't I, I, literally I've subscribed to it and I can't remember what it's called. Patreon, Patreon. And I listen to those podcasts there. So, yeah, and like, another thing I have as well is um, YouTube Premium which is YouTube without the ads, and you can download songs. So I listen to a lot of music there as well. Um, So that's why some of these stats might seem low in some senses, but it's because I'm listening to these things on other devices. Uh, So that's that. This year had... Wait, what does this say? This year... Oh, sorry. That was my dyslexia coming in there, which I've just diagnosed myself. Uh, This year you had layers like an onion, but you listened to music unlike an onion. I don't remember reading that part. My listening personality. Oh, I've seen this before. It was like the repeater or something. Uh, Here we go. The replayer, sorry. The replayer. So you're a comfort listener. You stick with the songs you like by the artists you like from whenever and wherever. Why rock the boat? Very true. And it's funny because the job I'm in now, uh, the first week of that job, at the end of that week, there was a staff night out. And it was... Really cool to get to meet everyone because where I work, a lot of people work fully remote. So it was nice to kind of meet everyone in person that early as well. So it was all good. But we uh, met a few people. There was one guy who actually, ironically enough, lives in Cloyne, but he's not from Cloyne. He's from Clare. Um, I'll give his first name. His first name's John. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know what his second name is. But he was like a, he's a big music fan. He's a, he's a bit older than me. I think he's in his 40s, as far as I know. And like, he was, like, talking about, like, all these artists and these songs from, like, over the years. And there was a lot of songs he mentioned from artists artists I like and musicians I like that I didn't really know that well. And, yeah, like, I tend to kind of... I don't branch out too much at my music. Like, sometimes it takes me a while to find new songs because I just love listening to the songs that I love listening to. Like, it's, if I'm, like, really in the mood for it, I'll go and I'll put on... I'll put on, like, music that I haven't heard before, just to see what it's like. But it's it's rare. It's rare. Like, obviously, like, Metallica have just released a new song, uh, and they'll be releasing a new album. And, like, yeah, I listened to that straight away, because, one, it came out of nowhere, and two, I fucking love Metallica. And that's just the way I am with music. So, yeah. 
It's kind of like with movies. Like, I really, really have to be in the mood to watch a movie. I can't just throw on a movie. Like, I know a lot of people who can just throw on TV shows or movies and just sit down and watch them. And, like, fair play. If, like, that's what makes you happy and you enjoy doing it and it helps you unwind and relax, then fair play to you. Like, like that's that's really good. I'm like that when it comes to wrestling and, you know, other combat sports. I can just throw them on and watch them. No problem at all. Um, football, as much as I love it, like, I'll obviously watch every Manchester United game. I'll watch the big games in the Premier League that don't involve United. I love watching big Champions League games. But, like, now with the World Cup, I'm recording this whilst Argentina are playing Australia. And, you know what? Like, that's a game that I'd have a little bit of interest in. Am I able to get that up on my phone? Let's see if I can get that on the RTE player. And let's see how much notice I take of it, if the game indeed is on the RTE player. It may not be. Uh, I don't think it is, actually. It is! It is! Messi and, I believe... I don't know who that was. Okay, it's gone now, so I can't see it. It was Messi and an Australian player there. But, like, I love football, but, like, the World Cup, I just can't wait for it to be over, if I'm being quite honest. I just want... I just want normal football back. I want club football back. I saw a comment uh, earlier this year from someone. There was a a question put up on... um, I think it was on Twitter. And it was like, oh, do you support your club or your country more and someone said if you are club over country you were reared wrong but that makes no sense because clubs play more than countries do and like I feel I always say this I feel more of a connection to my club because that's the team I follow week in week out and you know Manchester United is just something that I cannot describe to people how passionate I am about that club even, you know, though the last few years, the last 10 years, have been quite difficult, to say the least. Uh, here we go, Argentina and Australia. So we're eight minutes in, so let's see, will it distract me at all? But when it comes to international football, I love, I adore when Ireland are in a tournament. Because everybody kind of gets into the fever. Everyone gets into the mood for it, whether you're a football fan or not. I think everyone can kind of enjoy it. And the best thing about that is the football fans, or sorry, the the fans who, the people, easy for me to say, who aren't necessarily football fans, don't pretend to be football fans. They'll be honest and say, I'm only watching this because Ireland are in it and there's a good buzz around it. And I love that because I feel like everyone can get into it. Now, on the flip side of that with mixed martial arts, I was only talking about this earlier with someone. I remember when Conor McGregor started, like, getting into the spotlight. And at first, it was so cool to see someone from Ireland become such a huge name in mixed martial arts. And, like, nobody could have seen at that stage how big he was going to become and, in return for that, how big the sport has gotten. But, Jesus Christ, I was so angry at Conor McGregor for such a long time. Like, there were people who, in, like, 2011, 2012, who used to mock me for being a fan of MMA. There was one guy in particular, I'll give away his first name, Aaron, who used to rinse me for liking MMA. Saying that, uh, that's just a load of shite, like, lads baiting the shit out of each other, like, that's not fun to watch at all, like, that's just, that's just shite, it's a load of bullshit. And then, three years later, he's there having a fucking verbal wank over Conor McGregor, you know, just being a fucking clown, if I'm being honest. And, like, that's just how I felt about Connor at the time. <laughs> I, I, He's grown on me more recently, Connor, because I feel like the hype has died down a bit around here. And 
to the people who stuck around and loved the sport and watched the sport week in, week out, I welcome those people with open arms. But there were so many people who just didn't know what MMA was, but they would act like they were super fans. Like, there was two infamous stories that I think I've told on this podcast before, but I'm going to tell them here now again. The first one was with a guy called Josh, who, like, again, acted like he was this huge super UFC and MMA fan, but hadn't a fucking clue what was going on. And he asked me who my favourite was, because he knew I liked it well before anyone else did. And I said, Michael Bisping. And he was like, oh, who's that? And I was like, you're claiming to be an MMA fan, Josh, and you've never heard of Michael Bisping. And this was 2014. Like, Bisping wasn't, like, you know, fresh on the scene at this stage. He was eight years deep into the UFC. And he'd never heard of him, which just made no sense to me. These people literally had heard of Conor McGregor and the person he was fighting next. That was it. Literally nobody else. And, like, a few of people knew that Brock Lesnar went into UFC for a bit. But this was just such, like, it was just a sign of the times when, when we had that conversation. And then I had a conversation with the guy, Steve, who said uh, randomly to me one day, here, Dylan, I, I didn't realize that Batista did UFC before, because he knows I'm a wrestling fan as well. And I said, Steve, Batista was never in UFC, lad. And Steve responded with, oh, oh no, no, he, he was. I, I watched a fight that he had last night on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, Batista had an MMA fight, Steve, but it wasn't in the UFC. And Steven responded with, what's MMA? Steven didn't know the name of the sport was mixed martial arts, often abbreviated to MMA. He thought the name of the sport was UFC. That's like saying the name of, like, that's like calling football the Premier League. It's like, oh, I didn't realize Pele played in the Premier League. It's like, no, he didn't. He played football. I mean, to be fair, like, Pele was probably a bad example because, you know, I was trying to think of someone who hadn't played in the Premier League. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's like calling the, sp- like, people who think the name, it happens in wrestling a lot. People say, like, if I'm, if I was ever going to an indie wrestling show, people say, oh, you're going to a WWE show. That's like, no, I'm going to a wrestling show. It's not WWE. WWE's one company. It's the biggest company. It's my favorite company. But it's one company and one promotion in that form of entertainment slash sport, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, Steven said that to me. And then he followed up with, um, after I told him that was the name of the sport, he was like, yeah, I just hate when these lads think that just because they do fake fighting, they can do the real stuff. And I got a bit heated, admittedly. And I was like, well, Steve, I hate when people like you call yourself UFC fans and you didn't even know until now that mixed martial arts was the name of the sport. And also, Batista won his fight. It's not like he went in and got the head kicked off and Batista won his fight. So, like, it was a pretty shit example. And, like, pro wrestling, without pro wrestling, there would be no mixed martial arts. And a lot of people in MMA don't want to admit that. And, like, the UFC was very heavily modelled off WWE. And a lot of people tried to deny this, but it's true. It's true. As Kurt Angle would say, it's true. It's damn true. Speaking of Kurt Angle, I got to meet him this year. Wasn't that amazing? And... I'm not going to fully do this now because I have an episode planned for the end of this year. Just reflecting on 2022 and talking about some plans I have in 2023 and things I would like to do and whatnot. So that's something that I'm quite excited about. But 
it's mad now that like we're in December and I suppose what's kind of weird for me this year is like I had half my year in college and half my year not in college you know like it's the first time for a while I mean technically we had that last year as well but I suppose the first half of the year was me not being in college the second half of the year I was in college so it was kind of flipped around a bit and yeah it's weird because like I was on Juice FM the other day and I it was my first time back in college after my graduation so I was going in to college when I knew none of my friends were going to be there apart from Dara obviously who uh, was hosting the interview who I did the acting course with last year and man it was so strange but it's weird like when I arrived at CSN it just felt like I just feel at home there I really do and like I think now more than ever because I'm no longer known as a college dropout in the journalism course I'm now an acting graduate with all distinctions humble brag like I felt more like at peace with it but it was just funny like just walking down because I always walked out to the college I never really um got the bus out there that much I always preferred walking and just like every time I go down that road not every time but like that that like when I was walking there what day is today today's Saturday when I'm recording this um, but the day I was out there was Thursday and when I was walking out that road it's just like looking around going and like my whole life almost flashing before my eyes and it's like wow like this part of my life really is over because I walked out there every day last year pretty much and apart from like the first day I never had those moments but like I have a lot of history walking down those roads let's just say and it was just weird how it all came back to me and the weirdest thing about being on Juice FM this time around wasn't the fact that, you know, I was back in the college. It was the fact that I wasn't able to swear, which was so weird. Because obviously on this show, I swear quite a lot. And that's the beauty of it. Like, you can drop an F-bomb. You can say whatever you want. I can say the word shit right now. And nobody can say shit back to me for it. That's the best thing about this show. I can say fuck, shit, arse, cunt. And nobody can say you're not allowed to say that, because yes, I am. There's no limit. Well, I was going to... Let me take that back. There is limits. Obviously, I wouldn't come on here and, you know, say anything racist. But, like, you know, swearing is different. Swearing's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the weird thing about being on Juice FM. But it was good. A ten-minute segment. We talked a bit about wrestling. We talked a bit about the acting course. And good to see my bro, Dara, doing well um, in life after the acting for stage and screen course. And, like... Again, I, on the episode where I talk about my plans for 2023 and stuff, I'll, I'll, I'll go a bit more in depth with this. But I remember after the college course ended, well, we were talking about this months, probably three or four months before the college course ended. The original plan was I wanted to get some of my closest friends from college onto this podcast and we do like a round table, just like discussing the year and stuff. But it just never quite could happen. And... Then I was thinking of getting on podcasts, or getting on podcasts individually, getting on guests individually from college. And then I was like, eh, I don't know, because it, this was like directly after we'd graduated. And I thought, well, everyone, everyone's going to have a different perspective, of course, but it's pretty much going to be the same conversation pretty much all the time. Then I had one planned with someone from college and at the last minute, unfortunately, it couldn't happen. So we had to do something else. And... Now I feel like with with those type of episodes, there's probably more room to do that now because we can 
we can talk a bit more about other things that have happened after college as well, now that enough time has passed. Because I'm recording this the day before the one-year anniversary when me and my buddy Ian from college went to see Fozzie. That was a year ago tomorrow, or yesterday at the time of release, which is mental. And that means it was this time last year we were all preparing for Dividing the Nation. And I'm going to open up about something now. Let's. I love to get deep on this podcast a lot, and I'm going to do it right now. Holy shit, have I been feeling withdrawal from the people I went to college with in the last few months. It's been ridiculous. I feel a bit better now because I've spoke to uh, certain people about it. I'm about to choke. (coughs) Excuse me. Not editing it out. Couldn't be arsed. But I was opening up about that a lot recently. And it's just mad, like, because I spent the best part of eight or nine months with these people five days a week. And obviously there were times where we would meet up on the weekends and stuff and we would spend so much time together. And then all of a sudden that was gone because we graduated. We'd all gone on to do different things. Not everybody was from Cork. A lot of people were only in Cork for that year. Other people who were from Cork moved away to Dublin and whatnot. And it was just weird how all of a sudden these people who I spent pretty much every day with were now gone. And even though I kept in contact with them and we stayed in touch and we're organising meeting up now again soon, like, it it was, it left me kind of feeling a bit empty in a lot of ways. And it was lonely. It was very lonely. And it was like, I remember meeting up with uh, one of these friends over the summer and she made a great point uh, when she was talking about the course because she was like, it doesn't even feel like we're finished. It feels like we're on like, you know, a midterm break and we're all going to see each other again in like a few weeks. But no, like, we're like, it's, it, this is actually it. Like, it's over. Like, we're not going to be all in the same setting again um, in CSN. And like, that's really fucking like strange to deal with. Now, again, I'll do a bit more of a deep dive on this in a few weeks, but I've got some interesting ideas that I would love to to bring to certain people about how we could, you know, how, how we could roll back the clock a bit with what we learned in CSN and take it to a bigger stage, let's just say. And I'm just going to leave that at that. But yeah, that's how I was feeling a bit, you know, recently. It was like, oh, I just, I just miss the camaraderie side of things. Like, I'm lucky enough that I work in a job where there is a great atmosphere and there is great camaraderie. And oh my God, I've just remembered another story that I need to tell. And it's really heartbreaking. And I've only recently started telling people at work that I have a podcast. And it takes me a while to tell people stuff like that. Because I don't know how long I'm going to know these people. I don't know how well I'm going to get on with these people. So, admittedly, sometimes it takes a bit of getting getting to know them. And them getting to know me. And me trusting them enough that they're not going to take the piss out of me for it. But, um, I... Completely forgot the point I was just going to make. Oh, yes, yeah, the story about my my beloved suit. So, uh, as I said, I work in an office where it's, it's, it's quite a close group. There is, on my team, I think there is seven of us, including the manager, I think. There's, I'm not going to say all the names out loud, but I'm trying to think. I can't do quick maths, but there's, there's a good bunch of us. It's not too big and it's not too small. It's great. And three of us started together... Um, when I started so it was good to have that as well like I didn't have to start on my own and we have a staff party coming up in a couple of weeks funnily enough in the same building where I had my grads which is really fucking weird because they're like that night out 
the, the grads night, which is like, I don't know, because I have some American listeners, so I better explain this. The grads is essentially our version of what the prom is in America. Um, and like, it, like the lads call it the grads, that rhymes, and girls call it the debs. But I'm a lad, so I'm calling it the grads. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, th- that's the last time I was actually in that building. So this staff party was booked and all that. And I was like, brilliant, like Christmas party. And I was like, I want to buy a fucking loud suit. I want to buy a loud as fuck suit for this party. And I had my heart set on this suit that I, I literally just Googled loud suits. And there was this lovely purple suit that I was like, fuck yeah, that's the suit I want to wear. So I ordered the suit, paid a fucking chunk of money for this suit. I'm not going to give away the exact price, but it was, it was, it was a pretty penny. Suit arrived, destroyed. The jacket was completely destroyed. Pants were fine. Waistcoat was okay, but I didn't really care about the waistcoat, if I'm being honest. But the the jacket was like, it looked like a fucking bear had delivered it. So the suit arrived with a letter from the courier to say, there's been an incident, essentially, which has damaged... uh, uh, It said it it damaged the bag that the item was being carried in, but that the the product was okay. It was to explain why the, the packaging was a bit messed up. But no, the jacket was completely torn to shreds. So, obviously, I was very angry and upset about this. Rang the courier, gave him a fucking earful, and got on to the place where I got the suit from. And I'm after getting a refund, but the suit, unfortunately, will not be... The replacement suit will not be here in time for the staff party, which is why I got the refund instead. But I have picked up a nice suit for the staff party, which... It's fine. Like, it's a standard suit. And, you know, it's nice and it's stylish, but... Oh, man. I was so looking forward to wearing that loud suit. But gives me something to look forward to for next year when I do eventually get the replacement. But to say I was heartbroken was... the understatement of the year. Let's just say. Oh, even just talking about it now is heartbreaking. Another thing I purchased recently, and this is a nice kind of story to liven the dead atmosphere there for a bit not dead atmosphere but the, the sad atmosphere for a bit is i bought a pair of sunglasses because everyone knows my eyes are fucked uh, a pair of steve-o's sunglasses steve-o of course from jackass and put it up on instagram steve-o liked the picture and i completely fangirled so that was pretty cool and yeah that was that was something that definitely cheered me up an awful lot in uh in, in my misery let's just say when when my lovely suit was destroyed in other news it is, at the time of release, this will be the, excuse me, the 5th of December, but at the time of recording, it's the 3rd, and I have all my Christmas shopping done. And it's a great feeling to have every single bit of Christmas shopping done, including, like, Secret Santa presents. So, like, early. I mean, Christmas is 20 days away, but still, like, a lot of people love to do their shopping last minute. I am not one of those people. I start my Christmas shopping in fucking October. And yes, I know that the Phoenix, or not Phoenix, excuse me, RCW, you know, there was the whole Grinch thing, but I'm not a Grinch, lads. I'm not a fucking Grinch. Right? I love Christmas. And it's no longer November, so we can celebrate Christmas now. Yay! But seriously, don't celebrate Christmas in November. However, 
Christmas shopping in November, I will accept. September is way too early, but October, November, I think is, is quite good. But having said that, maybe September isn't the worst idea because it means that you can get a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff done early before, you know, before the things start running out of stock because everyone is doing it at the same time. But it is, it, it's a great feeling, financially as well. You know, you know that, okay, the money I have now, none of that needs to go towards presents. We can just fucking, we can just live a little bit. And that's, that's always great too. Yeah, let's, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this Monday episode. I, I think it's good to have, as I say, Monday and Friday episodes. Like, believe you me, um, my favorite MMA podcast and probably my favorite podcast in general. Like, they do an episode every Monday. Well, they say Monday and and uh, Thursday, but in Ireland we get them on Tuesday and Friday. And I like that. I think it's good to have multiple episodes per week. I mean, it's not. It, I'm not saying that you can't have more than one episode a week if you do a podcast. Like, uh, or sorry, I'm not saying you can't have only one episode a week. Sure, I do that an awful lot. But sometimes I think it's good to have a couple of episodes per week. And listen, obviously, then there'll be the odd week where you just can't do it because things things will come up and. You just may not be able to commit to it. But at the same time, it's good to get more content out there. And I'd love to talk more about that. But again, just before Christmas, I have an episode planned. Maybe it actually will be just after Christmas. I'll have to see about my plans for next year and how I want this brand to keep exploding and getting bigger and bigger. Because this year, I feel like we we step forward an awful lot. And I do say we because we're all on this journey together, damn it. But no, in all seriousness, this year I feel like we we scratched the surface. But 2023, we need, we need to go out a bit more. And I feel like I'm the one steering this ship, so I'm the one who's got to do it. But uh, yeah, like expect more guests on here is one thing I will say. Uh, again, there'll be a deeper dive on that in a few weeks. But obviously we had Tony Cunningham on this past Friday. And Alex has been on here a couple of times. I might even get Alex on here again this Friday just to change it up. So it's not just me on here as well. I think it was refreshing to have another voice on here um, too. I think that's good to have multiple voices on a podcast uh, when you can. Like individual episodes are fun and all that and I do enjoy recording them but I think it's good to get episodes out there that are, you know, with, with more than one person. So yeah, I will leave you with that. I'm wondering as well and I'll leave this to the listeners. Obviously, I play a wrestling promo at the end of every podcast and Sometimes I feel like I'm running out of promos to play, especially classic ones. But because of that, I'm thinking of maybe leaving that to just be a Friday thing. And we won't do it on bonus episodes unless, like, it's wrestling related, let's just say. But I'll leave that to the listeners. Like, you know, is, is that, like, do people even listen to the promos, I wonder? Like, some people might click off them, like, straight away afterwards. And I know there was one time, or two times I played an MMA promo because... I just felt like they were more suitable, and yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that, that that's that really. Don't really know what else to say, other than this has been straight out of Klein. This is the podcast that I am now 100% fully committed to, it feels like, because Celtic Codec, as much as me, Parg, and Alex love it, I've said this about a million times on here, we just are struggling to find the time, and I'm Again, going to blame Poring for that. But no, in all seriousness, uh, we are struggling to find the time for it. But we're still com- we're, we're, we still want to do it. That That's all I'll say about that. We still want to do it because 
again, that's another podcast that I feel like only scratched the surface. And I suppose the three of us are just going to have to have a conversation soon and discuss that. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, for now, enjoy this classic. Uh, oh, funnily enough, I did delete an episode recently. I actually did. I just realized that now. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... No, I won't. I was going to play the same promo I played on that episode. But yeah, that was it was too recent. It was too recent, that one. I had to delete it. There was, there was an issue with the episode that I didn't realize at the time that someone brought to my attention. And I had to get rid of it. So work that one out if you want. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll, play, I'll play a fresh one for now. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the promo. And I will talk to you all this Friday. Hopefully Alex will be on here. And until then, take care. Talk to you later. Vince Russo said he is the Antichrist of professional wrestling. Russo, don't give yourself so much credit. You are simply the Ben Laden of professional wrestling. You are a coward. You are a coward that comes and sneaks in by night. I've got a question for you fans. The ones at home, you here with children, for two years, Russo wrote all kinds of things for the WWF. I have this question. Hey, Russo, did you write in my cousin Owen's death? No. Did you write home? Did you ask about his family? He's dead. He was my cousin. He's dead. Why? Because someone like you, who knows nothing about the technicalities, put somebody 90 feet up. Why? There's no consequences to pay for you. Well, you know what? Everybody pays the piper, man. You piece of garbage. You piece of garbage, Russo. I tell you what. I may be on a step every once in a while, but I ain't forgot how to dance. On the back of my shirt is 10 men that have died giving our hearts to a sport that gave my life. I wear this black band because if we do not stop Russo, he will kill professional wrestling for every one of you. Unless, unless your idea of a good time is having a 320 pound Samoan in the thong sitting on your face. Not for me! You don't have that kind of money! Little puke. Lots of time. Come on out. Come on out, Russo. I know how to beat Vince Russo. There is a new millennium of professional wrestler. One with pride. One that knows the entertainment value is in the ring wrestling so you and your kids can sit down and enjoy it. When Russo was in the WCW, here it is, face to face confrontation. You're not a pimple on my ass. And it's priceless. I want to ask you some questions here, champ. Did you kill Owen Hart? I want to ask you some questions, champ. How do you take over the WCW $67 million to the good and get $80 million to the bad? 
How did you do that? That's genius. That's pure genius. Don't have an answer for that one? Yeah, I got an answer for that one. You're going to give me the microphone? No, no. Breathe no. in my face like a moron. No, 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 no. No, no. This is what I'm going to do. I'll hold it and I'll try to be a gentleman. But you have to explain to me what is it you are trying to accomplish. You let me hold that microphone and I'll talk. Otherwise, sure. Absolutely, I will. <laughs> How do you like being played with? Hang on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? The thing is this, man. He says the act is over. He used to call me a dinosaur. Myself, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. You're not a pimple on Hogan's ass, man. And I sent you a tape. Didn't I, wise guy? I sent you a tape of how to turn the WCW around. But no, you have this great concept that we're not athletes, we're just entertainers and you're gonna make an entertainment show of it. Well, what you made is simply soft pornography. That's all you've done. What you're doing is you're killing my kids back there. Young men that are coming up. I agree with you on one thing. Yes, my time is over. But you know what? You're the dinosaur now, man. You're the one that needs to go bye-bye. So it's like this, buddy. Ron and Don Harris in the ring. Uh, fine. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, absolutely. There you go. Well, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh, come on. There you go. Come on. Hey, come on and get it. Oh, come on and get it. How do you like being manipulated? How do you like playing with it, huh? Oh, you're not fast enough for me, baby. I'll tell you something. I'm going to be watching, and you're going to learn one thing. You don't throw rocks at a guy who's got a machine gun. This one. Oh, no, no. I will finish this. There's children here. Fight for you. Roddy Roddy Piper has a shoot interview. It's coming to you. Watch it. Friday night will tell you exactly what I think of you. Wow. Do you believe it? Make some heads and tails out of that for me, will you? Unreal. Just when you think you've seen it all. That's what they think of you.